The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. We are a semi-weekly progressive politics and atheism-filled podcast based in the state where people actually drink diet caffeine-free sodas without even batting an eye or doing it ironically. I'm not talking about LaCroix or anything like that, like seltzer water. We're talking like Coke and Pepsi and even fucking Mountain Dew. Really, what the fuck, Utah? This is episode number 119. And if you're new to the show or wondering what we could possibly say to put your mind at ease after hearing that lengthy disclaimer there, have no worries. We're all friends around here, so let me introduce myself. Hi, I'm X, and I am the host, producer, and all sorts of other hats that I wear on the show. Joining me this week for the episode is Felicia Entwistle, who's around for most of it. And we have uh, a special Trump roundup this week where we managed to snag Thomas Smith for a little bit of time. Uh, It's a really great segment, and I'm itching to get to it. Uh, But before we do so, what we like to do before we get into our segments is we give a quick little break to hear from one of our podcasting buddies out there. Be right back. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcoreskeptic or follow my Twitter at hardcoreskeptic. Steve Bannon is out, as we've already heard, and uh, yeah, so reports are claiming that he is planning a return to Breitbart News, which, go fucking figure, that's where he's going to go. That's the only job he could probably do at this point of his life, because his movies honestly suck, (laughs) which is too bad, because you look at his history, and you're like, maybe he's not that bad of a person then you find off find out when he just like fell off the face of the planet it's just like all of the other you know young like 20 something guys where you're like this is a bright kid this is a fun guy i like talking to this guy and then you come to find out they have alt-right inklings like oh no no i can't take you seriously anymore you're a terrible person and yes i am judging somebody on their thoughts so fuck you guys uh so anyway he's oh, going no, to be I'll returning judge, to I'll judge thoughts. yeah I'll he, judge on your thoughts He's returning to Breitbart, uh, that which is the website he used to promote Trump in 2016 to get him elected. Anyway, um, it looks like Bannon won't be giving Trump the same cushy treatment that he received during his last year campaign against Hillary Clinton. And uh, he because he said on his way out, uh, Gabriel Sherman heard, overheard him saying, uh, he said, Bannon friend says Breitbart ramping up for war against Trump. It's now a Democrat White House is what uh, Bannon has apparently been saying. How he has no teeth in there anymore. It's like, is it because you left or is it because you think that they're going to actually, you know, start playing ball like they're supposed to? I don't. Yeah. Um. Hey, any Democrats listening? Yeah. Don't partner with him. He's no. disgusting. Exactly. 
We disavow everything from Breitbart. Breitbart is gross. And he says here that similarly, a close source to Breitbart News tells uh, Jonathan Swan that the news website's plans to go thermonuclear against globalists and that Bannon and his friends are believe are ruining the Trump administration. So, yeah, they're blaming globalists. The Alex Jones shit's going to get worse. And so can you just imagine Alex Jones flipping on Trump? He fired Bannon. So now for now we can't have we, we can't believe anything he's saying anymore because, you know, he's a globalist. Mm. Trump has been a globalist forever, though. This is what I don't understand. He's been a globalist. Yeah, we have reports forever. of him doing business in just about every fucking country he can get his stupid brand name into. Yeah. And so. It's just I, interesting uh, that. It, it it makes me wonder if they really were to launch a war against Trump, whether it would leave the the White House with a uh, few reliable media allies, you know, apart from the the Fox News folks out there. It's like, it, are are they going to <laughs> have anybody that they could trust at that point? They they can't turn to like Raw Story. They can't turn to um, Politico because every one of them is ready to string him up by his fucking ankles because of the whole fake news bullshit that he's done. About the only person he's going to have at that point is going to be Fox News. And as I've seen from MSNBC taking over in the ratings, Fox's viewership is going down quite a bit because they're like, wow, this is so not what's really happening in the world. <laughs> and not to mention them losing just about every anchor they have because, surprise, most of those guys are misogynistic assholes that end up in some sort of sex scandal or another. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, Megan Kelly. I don't like you. Uh, but there her interview are a show lot of- sucked. She was not good at interviewing people. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't care for her. No. Uh, but there are a lot of women there who are finally being empowered by the. Hey, I don't have to be sexually harassed. No, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, bitch, you amazing. don't. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's like not acceptable. Um, and I gotta appreciate it. I gotta appreciate it. So later on, Bannon went on the record saying that his claim for war meant that he's going to war against those in Congress, the media and the corporate sector who have opposed Trump. So our hopes of, you know, wait, I thought we would we like Trump because he was corporate. I thought that's why they was he was so liked. Man, that's what I think, too. But no, they're they're talking about people. I saw even fuck who was wait. It Does the a, right like corporations or no? I'm confused. I thought they were people that they. No, wait, no, hang on. I, I'm confused because their their message changes every fucking minute that they talk. <laughs> it's almost like they're racist and sexist, and that's the only thing they're backing. It's almost like they don't have any idea what their platform is at all. <laughs> Weird. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. 
The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. So Chris Cantwell was a hardline super fucking Nazi on the video that he made with Vice News where he was the, the one that got <gasps> maced twice by the communists. And, oh, uh, that guy! Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, now I'm tracking. <laughs> now I'm tracking. And then, uh, like he, when he went back to the hotel room with the reporter and the cameraman, and he was talking about how we we hope that there's more violence. There's going to be more violence, and he's taken off all the arsenal that he's carrying with him: three pistols, one in the front, one in the rear, one on his leg. So gross. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I have a I have an AR over here, and I I brought the AK. I don't think we're going to need that though." And it's like, motherfucker, you brought Jason Bourne. You brought five guns. You have two hands. How stupid are you, people? You could have taken one pistol and brought a whole bunch of clips that's a little bit smarter than carrying three different fucking guns i met sorry getting off in the weeds there getting off in the weeds uh so anyway on wednesday he came oh, out wait, with i'm v- sorry i'm sorry it's like you're criticizing gun nuts as actually having no real world knowledge of guns it was like let me let me tape them all together and put a you rod know, between the trigger so i, I could pull the rod how, and fire a bunch of times it's i have like, a question yeah. hunters how many guns strapped to your ankles do you carry hey people who just walk in the woods where there's bears how many guns do you carry one wow that sounds remarkably reasonable Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. though that that pistol is not going to do shit against the bear (laughs) uh no you fire it in the air and act big and most bears are gonna be like "Mm, fuck you yeah but if you find one that wants to eat you He's probably going to do a pretty good job of getting there. You're going to have to be lucky. Don't to fuck hit with the, right the baby. <laughs> Don't fuck with her babies. Don't fuck with her babies. Yeah. What was That's that? It. Jesus. What was that movie that came out? Of, uh, uh, the the Revenant. Did you, did you ever catch yeah, that Re- one? Re- <laughs> where he, yeah. Where he gets uh, fucked over I, by I, Mama okay, Grizzly. So he, I got through the bear fight and I was just bawling because I was like, but the bear and him <laughs> is both so terrible. And and William. Ugh. William was like, who are you more sad for? I'm like, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so unfortunate. <laughs> so Chris Cantwell on Wednesday well, of this week, he, uh, he made a video of him crying and coming unglued over an arrest warrant that was issued yeah. for him. You know, yeah. because you say that you're going to do violence to people and you threaten people and you are up to fisticuffs when you're fighting other people it's like yeah if they catch you on video like punching another person that's that's assault you know they have you on video they have to arrest you at that point so cantwell came first uh to national attention in 2014 believe it or not as he was featured on the colbert show (laughs) back when he weighed like 90 pounds more than he normally does right now and this was no, uh, Colbert. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> they did a segment on him and uh, two other residents of Keene, New Hampshire is the town that they're in. And it said these three libertarians styled themselves as the free Keene squad. And uh, they packed weapons with them and they spent their days harassing the town's parking enforcement officers. Oh, my God. <laughs> And so one of the uh, enforcement- you are the worst. Yeah, you're the worst because that parking enforcement officer is just 
doing a job their job man (laughs) like they don't have to believe it come on man fuck you so he said it says here that the segment detailed an iraq war veteran's decision to quit his job rather than cope with being continuously harassed by the in colbert's words total dicks in the free keen squad so the guy that was the parking enforcement officer was an iraq war veteran and he was being threatened by a dude that was open carrying and shit about how he's doing a terrible thing to the city and God. he's being videoed the entire time. Man, what it's a just fucking monster. Cantwell is the same guy that claims that the Jewish media and financial institutions are crucifying him. <laughs> Even though not, he's no, the asshole. But not though. No, okay, like you brought Vice News into your inner circle when you're at this event. And they filmed you saying all this blowhardy, beating your chest bullshit, gorilla alpha male bullshit that you believe in, even though that's all bullshit. Uh, they f- they filmed you doing all this, and you had no problems with that. You're like, yeah, I come out looking like a motherfucking asshole. I'm I'm a, I'm a badass. And he was on Colbert just being an asshole. And then he decides to film himself making this crying, blubbering video, and he's trying to blame other people for it because they got out there and everybody's laughing about it. Whoever in his inner circle like posted that video to somebody else just for laughing at him, I, I applaud you for that because <laughs> this was supposed to be kept private and it made it out there. Holy shit. But if, if he if he posted that video himself, he can't blame the Jews for this. He can't blame anybody for this except your own stupid ass self for putting it out mm-hmm. there in the world. Mm-hmm. If you don't put it on the internet, nobody will watch it. Fucking idiot. Jesus. It, it's, it's really that simple. <laughs> Uh, it's almost like I keep my most private self, my my most private thoughts to myself. Like I write them in places where they're not on the internet. Yeah. It's weird. You know, weird. I don't go to random forums and you know say horrible shit about people of you know lesser standing in the world than I than I have right now. No, no, I'm not going to go ahead and do that because well, a I'm I don't believe that shit, but also I'm not stupid enough to have it out there in the world for people to drag up into the sunlight. God damn it, people. It's like they and never they li- call us the snowflake and they never listen to Pop their parents the fuck on face me. Look me in my face and call me a snowflake. <laughs> Honey, you'll cry first. They they never listen to their parents. And I'm when- a crier. I'm a crier, man. Like I you get the right commercial going. If there's a puppy involved, I'm crying. <laughs> but this fucker will apparently cry for imaginary shit. For like way imaginary shit not like Dumbledore dying or the red wedding like no just like or not even Hedwig not even like Hedwig dying but mm. like complete batshit nonsense and he's like ah, and I'm like <laughs> alright what else you got bro like <laughs> take a deep breath man <laughs> America's being taken over by Zionist globalists. Like uh, those are not the same term. You can't use those in the same that sentence. That doesn't make any sense. You're not making any sense right now. <laughs> We've got. You something can't like be that. both a Zionist and a globalist. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. They'll make it work somehow. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Mike Cernovich is a 
alt-right reporter, I believe is what he is. You, you might remember him seeing him in the, uh, in the pictures of the, being in the White House press area where he was doing the OK symbol with his finger, you know, the white power symbol that, or whatever the fucking racist symbol this is nowadays. Yeah, look at my honky-ass pinky. Um, that's for the people on YouTube. I, I got weird pinkies, y'all. You need to check that out. Uh, anyway, Mike Cernovich was given the OK symbol in front of the White House press room, and I think he's with fuck. It's not. It's not Infowars. I don't think. I think he's probably with Breitbart, if I remember right. Um, so he's got something to say about all the people that went to that Unite the Right uh, rally, and yes, we we are beating this dead horse quite a bit because. There's just been a lot of it this week, and we got to get it out of our system. So, Mike Cernovich, here we go. But the issue is, I'm just trying to keep you guys out of prison. Right? I'm trying to keep you out of prison. And I don't think anybody's ever just sat you down and said, look, you can't be anywhere near these people. No, because they honestly had set up a meeting in there in Charlottesville. They, they had this planned. This was a big thing that a lot of people did. And don't act like you don't know what was going on, Mike. You knew exactly what was going on here. This is funny. Right? You can't be anywhere near. You can't be anywhere near these people. If you are even near them, you'll lose your job. You'll lose your reputation. You'll, you'll lose your platforms. Just for going near. That alt-right, unite the right, was a federal trap. I can't believe people didn't know that was a honeypot. Well, that's an interesting theory that you have there, but a federal trap, a honeypot? I don't think so, because what would the point be for them? It's these people that do like the whole 9-11 conspiracy thing. It's like, what point does the government have doing something like this? What What was the result of this happening? You can't say like Trump being discredited because he's the one that went on air and talked about how the alt-right's not is not as bad. The alt-left is just as bad. You know, it's like nobody made him do that. He did that on his own. And even George Soros, with all of his money, couldn't make that happen. All right, Mike, what are you going to say? And this because a lot of you are young. And when you're a young man and the alt-right Nazi part was a young man's movement, you don't want to listen to me. You know better than me because you're a young man and young men know everything. Well, I agree with them there. There are a lot of people that think that because they're teenagers that they know better than the generation that came before. And sometimes they're right. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be the cantankerous old man to be like, yeah, we're making my day. No. And Mike's doing that old old man shit. They they would call him a certain term that I won't use on my own channel that I, I know very well what it means when you're the uh, when you're the guy coming in to talk about video games and you're like, oh, yeah, I used to play that on my Nintendo. Hmm. That's always fun with the young folks. Yay. Nobody knows more than a young man. Man under 25, that guy knows it all. But I don't know anything, right? So that was a honeypot. Those torches, why do they want you carrying torches? Because you want to make it seem like it's a Nazi rally from a long time ago? Unfortunately, I know the answer to this one that he sets up for you guys, and I don't believe it for one second. So they can see your face and take your picture. Has he never heard of flashes and cameras? I mean, honestly, you could take you could take a picture with the flash and it would work just as well. You know, camera, 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 picture, 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 picture everywhere. So you're going to walk there at night in a march and illuminate your face 
at an event so that the feds can have a file on every one of you. I honestly hope they did that. I hope they took every one of their people's pictures and they made a fucking file for them because we need to prevent things like the McVeigh bombing from happening. And these are the kind of assholes they're going to be goaded into doing that kind of thing. Every one of you now who was at that, <clears throat> every one of you is at that torch rally, you dumbasses lit your faces up for the feds. You idiots. The feds got every one of you. Here, here's a torch. Carry this so that your face is nice and illuminated and we can all get real crystal, crystal clear pictures of it. They also have these things called street lights, sir, and they have infrared cameras where you don't have to, you know, have lights on them to be able to take pictures of them. It's amazing. Oh, and if you're Chris Cantwell, hey, bring in Vice and make sure that Vice is there and films us while you have your faces illuminated. Yeah, I thought that was pretty amazing that they allowed Vice in with their inner circle like that. And it's like, really, are you trying to get your word out or are you just too stupid to realize that they're they're Even if they did get stuff that was non-salacious and they edited in there, like you're going to be talking to a fairly somewhat liberal news organization. And you're going to be having a, a reporter embedded with you guys to what let the story get out. You're already pretty bad in everybody else's eyes. Adding fuel to that fire by being a racist asshole. That's just not a good idea. That's real. That isn't how real people do things, guys. That is, that, that's not how you do it. If you're a dissident movement, you want to remain in the underground. Yeah, so get the fuck back underground and don't pop your heads out ever again. Hopefully, the Charlottesville has taught a lot of these people that lesson. Unfortunately, I don't think it has. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Oh, the Silver Fox. How I love battling with him on Twitter all the fucking time. Uh, Brian Fisher is just one of those amazingly ignorant people in the world that no matter how often you point things out to them and, you know, give them the answer that actually would explain something that they're getting completely wrong, they just continue to not listen to you at all. What you had in Charlottesville, and, you know, the media wants to cast this as a left versus right. On the left, you've got these anti-fascists, these anti fa protesters anti oh that's amazing uh no the the media doesn't want to show that it's left versus right they want to just focus on how bad the right was they don't want to go into the antifa groups they don't want to go into anything like that because honestly if they if the nazis weren't there and existing it would not be a problem you have the blm the black lives matter people they are on the left uh, they are the good guys they're here to stand up against bigotry and so forth Yes, BLM has is not a racist movement. Antifa is not a racist movement. Nazis are though. And then you have on the right, you have the white nationalists and they and the KKK. They are the bad guys. They're on the right. They're the far right. They're conservatives. That's absolutely a false premise. Ladies and gentlemen, what you had in Charlottesville was not a showdown between the left and the right, but between the left and the left, what we How, though, they were espousing very conservative talking points. 
They were calling Obama like the worst president in history. They're trying to say that white people are on the way out, that racism is on the way up. All of these things that they're afraid of are right-wing talking points. They are Christian, right-wing, bigoted, asshole speech points. Not all of them Christian, just saying some of them. What we saw in Charlottesville yesterday was not a clash between left and right, which is what the media wants you to think, but a clash between the left and the left. That still doesn't make any sense, You know, sense, I was talking, Brian. Jeff, we were talking about this morning in the production meeting that, you know, th this is kind of like the Sunnis. You were the one that suggested this. Yeah. It's kind of like the... It reminds you of the Shiites versus the Sunnis. They're, but they're, they're both uh, outside or considered, you know... No, they're not considered outside anything, you fucking idiot. You have no idea what you're talking about when, you, when it comes to Islam. You have no idea who the Sunnis are, who the Shiites are, who are the, let's see, you have the Baathists, you have the Wahhabis. You have a lot of people within Islam, within Iraq itself. I mean, you, ha you even have the Kurds. Forgot about the Kurds. Sorry about that. These are not competing groups within the same ideological structure. This is not Islam and like, we believe the, the church leadership should be this. We believe it shouldn't be that. I'm talking that about LDS and FLDS kind of things, but has nothing to do with Sunni versus Shia. Nothing. It has to do with Nazis and not Nazis. That's that's the boiler point. That not boiler point. What the fuck does that even mean? That is the breaking point for all of this right here. On one side, you have people that are Nazi or have Nazi-like tendencies, and on the left, you have people that are not, and they're against that. If there were no Nazis there, if there was none of this white supremacist KKK bullshit that was going on in this town, those other groups would not have had to show up. By all means, exercise your First Amendment rights, but be ready when people are going to exert them just as hard, if not harder, than you do. Radical, but they're trying to implement their own version of Sharia, and we're seeing this now. Two sides of the left are trying to establish their own version. Uh, which version? The... the He's trying to say there is trying to establish Sharia. Fuck you. You have still have no idea what you're talking about. And they still haven't explained how the people that were there underneath the Nazis, underneath the KKK banner, underneath the um, alt-right, underneath the white supremacist banner are left-leaning. They're not, guys. They're hard-right. They're conservative of socialism is going to be yeah. the prominent one. And I think that's an absolutely brilliant analogy. Brilliant. If I, you know, if Jeff wasn't sitting here in the studio, <laughs> I would have taken credit for that and yeah. not told you where I got it. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's a brilliant uh, analogy. He's not kidding, though. He's probably done that many times in his life. This is like the Sunnis and the Shias. They're both wearing the same color uniform, the uniform of socialism and socialist ideals. Wow. Nope. Sorry. Not going with you there. If they are actual Nazis, yeah, that has something to do with national socialism kind of thing. But the thing is, it's not about that. It's not about, you know, capitalism versus communism. It has nothing to do with that at all. It has to do with whether people's basic rights to exist are accepted by one party or put down by the other. It has nothing to do with what Sunni, Shia, Capitalist, communist has nothing to do with that shit, guys. And you really, really need to work on your A-game because you're not bringing it today. 
Hey, this is Thomas Smith from Serious Inquiries Only and Opening Arguments, and you are listening to the Utah Outcasts. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. On many sides. It's been going on for a long time in our country. All right, folks, it's week 30, and you thought that you'd seen everything from this fucking shitbag. And yes, I'm saying that about the commander in chief. Yes, the Donald Trump. Oh, my God. So what did he do this week? Uh, let's let's start off here with the first one that I have. Uh, Donald Trump traded more threats with North Korea, apparently saying that we are locked and loaded. I think we might have talked about that one briefly last week. Um, and in those kind of threats that he was making with North Korea, he was talking with Guam, the the. Uh, I think it was the prime, not prime minister, whatever the, the, the governor no, Guam is a U.S. territory. I know yeah, but he's he... a governor or something. Whoever's the leader of Guam. He was trying to say that uh, you guys are going to be so famous. You're going to be so famous because of North Korea threatening you like this. People are going to be coming here left and right. You're, you're going to have so many tourists coming here. That's a weird thing. That's crazy. That's just... that's the I'm talk of a crazy man. That's a crazy man. That's that's, that's not a crazy thing to say. <laughs> No, he's stupid person's idea of a salesman. Like he does all these things that a third grader would see through. Like when, like if, a, like when you're in elementary school and someone was trying to get your, like, I don't know, lunch oh money. Oh my god! Thing, like, oh, you're gonna be so great. You're gonna be amazing. You're, the people are gonna come visit you. It's just such an adolescent version of what diplomacy or, or you know, like leadership is. It's okay. <laughs> that description of him is like a stupid person's version of a salesperson. So I'm in sales. And so, uh, and this, you know, like the stereotypical, come on, man. And then they like swear yeah. in front of you and like, yeah, that doesn't usually work. No, nowadays sales is uh, talking to a person, listening to them and having an actual genuine conversation. <laughs> like that's what's most effective in sales nowadays. And yeah, it, it's absolutely like this strong arm. I'm the most confident, most best. And let me tell you guys what you're going to get out of this. Like, that's not how sales works. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's amazing that we came, like, I think I said last week, it was the, the idiots Bay of pigs. Like we were that close to, you know, just horrible shit going on. And he's, uh, he's mimicking (laughs) Nixon, like down to a letter, except Nixon was actually somewhat smart. I mean, he was dumb for some of the shit that he did and said, but, he was a hell of a lot smarter than Donald Trump ever was. And we have a Congress that's just as complicit in all this heinous shittery that he's been doing. Uh, let's see. He uh, failed to denounce white supremacy. That was fun. <laughs> After the, the neo-Nazis terrorized Charlotte, Virginia, leaving three people dead and dozens injured. And so after he uh, failed Wait, to denounce... three people dead? Yeah, there was what? two police officers uh, that died. Oh, yes. The helicopter yeah. crash. And then I, I, I mm, it's yeah. bugging me that I'm I'm seeing people on our side of the left uh, coming out against like the ACLU defending people's rights. And Thomas, you, you talked about that on the most recent episode, didn't you? Of um, yeah. serious inquiries only. Yeah, I mean, it's I get it. Like, it's definitely the kind of thing where you look at an organization, you're like, look, why are you helping? Because they kind of on one hand, you, you see them and you're like, well, you went out of your way to help appeal the because they lost their permit um the, yeah. the city wanted to take away the permit and the aclu represented them but i just would prefer to live in a country in a in a world where 
there is an organization that no matter who you are is defending your constitutional rights, no matter who you are, because yeah, sometimes it's going to be the people you and I hate. And then mm-hmm. the next you and I, you know, so, exactly. I would prefer to live in a place where that, and they're consistent about it. I mean, they defend, they've defended leftists forever. They defended they, our yeah. left communists, far, you know, and, and I would rather live in a country where there is an organization that is without bias defending the rights that we have anyway. I mean, they're, they're rights that it's not as though they're being granted special rights. It's just giving everybody in our country the rights we all have. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, there's been some criticisms lobbed at the ACLU, and I think those are worth thinking about. But uh, ultimately, they're not the bad guys here, and they still are going to get donations from me. But uh, I don't think white supremacy and Nazism should be legal speech. Um, I've been well, then you're going to have to amend the Constitution is the only problem. (laughs) Except for no. I mean, we already have speech that's not legal. And those are things like threats and inciting violence. Those things are already not legal speech. well, okay, I, I would recommend my show opening arguments where where Andrew explains it. Um, it, it is admittedly, I'm behind on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? and and I agree with you. Like there are a lot of people who throw the argument out there, and I actually posed it to Andrew in the most recent episode, so it would have been um the the let's see the eighteenth of August. Um, I asked that very question because I do I do get that argument. I one hundred percent get it where it's like, look, this isn't just at any other speech. this is People who literally are calling for slavery, oppression and genocide. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And and it just I mean, the way the First Amendment has been enforced and interpreted in our law. And that's something that, you know, I know those words might not sound as I guess they, they don't they don't sound as weighty as I think lawyers take them to be. But the way that the First Amendment is litigated and interpreted um it has to be a very direct call to violence against a person it has to be directly like it literally you can you can even say and this is just you know this is according to the law of our country i'm not i'm not i don't even know that this is the best way to be like honestly you and i could probably agree that we might be better off if 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 the first amendment is a hard question but if the first amendment were a tiny bit more restrictive we might be better off but as but at least in terms of understanding current law there is a difference between saying we ought to kick out all black people out of this country and go get that specific black dude. Like that is the speech that's not allowed. Yeah, Got that, it. that's how that our actually law. I mean, within our law. And OK, so that, and that's actually really helpful because that that does mean that we need to reframe the argument. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, you and I talked about this uh, a, a few times where it's like, no, I'm always for more knowledge. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm yeah, always for yeah. knowing more. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and there's certainly arguments to be made that, you know, because we're our country has really, really, really loose, you know, speech laws. And, and a lot of people think that's a good thing. Uh, I know I know my partner, Andrew, does. He prefers how, <laughs> how things here. But, you know, I would be I, I don't think it's going to happen <laughs> because, again, yeah. constantly amendments are, are impossible um and people who it's another thing i've talked about on my show there's a lot of people who keep recommending like oh we got to change this and it's like look we can't even elect the president we want like there's no <laughs> way we get two-thirds of both members like houses oh yeah no no, no, no. I, you're right I abs- it's not gonna happen see, 
and if we reframe it in that context, then I, you know, I could be like, yeah, I think this speech should be illegal, but the process to getting there is not one we can fight today. Uh, then I can a lot of speech that happened that is illegal. And I am totally for those people being persecuted. I mean, if in these rallies, someone said, you know, go get that guy, that's illegal. Like I'm, I'm all for prosecuting as obviously as much as we can within the law. And, and even there's a question like some, some of that kind of speech happened at a Trump rally. And I think there's an ongoing lawsuit about it. So I'm totally for getting these guys as much as we can within the the current law. of course, which is um, why I love seeing the the current movement of everybody take as many pictures of these people as you possibly can, so we can find out exactly who they are. And I'm not a fan of you know like uh, doxing people like that if they went out there with an anonymous kind of thing like on YouTube and stuff like that. But these people are going out to public, you know, and espousing all these bad ideas. And I I'm not so sure that I want them um, completely fired and like kicked off the whole mortal coil because I think that might breed an extremism kind of bit because once they are finally kicked off of this, what are they going to do? They're going to stew on their shit and they're not going to see the light of the day. They're not going to come around to any kind of positive way of thinking. I don't think, but uh, I don't know. I just really like that people are taking pictures and going, Hey, look, this guy's your neighbor. I I really enjoy that. But see, on the other side of that, I think that the first step to shutting this down is making it socially unacceptable. Oh, I agree. But I'm just saying, I'm not the kind of person to go out there and try to get somebody fired for that. So, but, but what if it was, if it was somebody in my office, by all means, yes, but I'm not Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like if I have to work next to a Nazi, I'm going to lose my damn mind. I'm just saying, I'm not the, I'm not going to be cool with that. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to be the guy to write the random letter, you know, to somebody else's boss on on uh, on the internet because I've seen people like. I feel like you've seen my Facebook. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 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 I did. Yeah. I commented. I'm just yeah. gonna say I'm. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna fire off a random email to somebody's uh, work because I've seen people use that on the left to try to push other people out of the out of like YouTube and stuff like that. But I've also seen people on the right, like Sargon of Akkad, do the same thing where they send like do like this letter writing campaign and try to ruin somebody's goddamn life. And so it's just like when we all get on the internet, I think we can all come to a conclusion like we're all here to exchange ideas, good or bad. It's just, you know, it's it's but when you're out in public, I think that's a different thing. Sorry. Uh kind of going off the rails there. (laughs) <laughs> a complex issue that I, I was going to maybe talk about on my show, but but I was just thinking through it and I, I I just was thinking about how we respond to like how people some people on the far left respond to terrorism, like Muslim terrorism, which is they make a lot of excuses for it. Oh, poverty, mm-hmm. oh, you know, war torn country. And then when it comes to this far right terrorism, it's like, well, no, shut down their whole fucking line. Yeah. Oh, wait, curse on the show. <laughs> yeah, go no. By all means, go as blue as you want. Like shut down their whole fucking lives, take away their jobs. You know, let's render them into into complete poverty. And like, I get it. And this was merely I posted on Facebook because I was I really wanted to know what people thought because mm. I'm not deciding. Oh, that was that was perfectly clear in your the expression is that you were not making a declarative statement that you were trying yeah, to just, explore the idea for sure. Like it, it is weird that we just decide, okay, this is a good idea to totally ruin these people's lives, and they deserve it. Like it's not that they don't deserve it for these horrible ideas. I want to make that very clear. Like, oh, I'm yeah, not trying yeah. to make any excuse. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Just, this isn't sympathy. Honestly, this is... What I'm worried about is tomorrow, I, you know, we we, we pull up the, the Google News and one of these people has gone on a rampage. Like, or that's so- what I'm worried Like, these people who we've ostracized them, they can never get another job because, you know, the 
the the online mob of vigilante justice. Like I do worry that right. is that going to cost us more innocent lives? No, I don't worry about it for them. Like they, you know, it's it's. But no, I don't know. At the same I, time, it's a moot point because I can't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> and the only reason I bring I this know, I, this stuff up, and especially about the ACLU, is because Jason Kessler, the guy that uh, arranged the uh the the thing that happened the unite the right that went to the aclu which was amazing that he got that they got the permit for it and then it got shut down and he got it turned around within like what two or three days or something like that it was like some amazing quick amount of time where you're like, yeah wow, that you, doesn't normally happen fast. well no injunction injunctive relief can be that fast oh okay okay it's a way to try to it doesn't mean he won the case it means we're gonna put a pin in this <laughs> yeah because it, it when it comes to first amendment rights there's a high burden on taking them away. So it, which with good reason, same with like, you know, uh, uh j- just detaining someone or anything like that, where you're really violating their rights. Yeah. The burden is on the government to say why. And so a judge found that, you know, like they don't have, he has a likelihood of a success. So you need to stop this right away. And so that's why they, they were ordered yeah. to, to give him back. his permit. And so Jason Kessler said on Twitter that Heather, I can't remember her last name is a higher or hayer was a fat, disgusting communist. Communists have killed 94 million. Looks like it was payback what? time. And so he came back, like, after he sent that out, he he said, I repudiate the heinous tweet that I sent from my account last night. I've been under a crushing amount Ew. of stress and death threats, he said. He said, I am taking Ambien, Xanax, and I had been drinking last night. I sometimes wake up having done things, strange things I don't remember. That seems fairly lucid that he would say something like that about... <laughs> You know, ninety four million. Yeah, that, I mean, that's an oddly specific. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, there's not, there's no amount of ambient or or drugs or drinking I can do that makes me say something counter to what I actually believe. Like, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's just it. I feeling Tom, what. He, yeah. Thomas, I'm, I don't know that you're that familiar with our show, but I have talked about my use of hallucinogenic mushrooms several times, and not once have I ever come out believing something i didn't believe before <laughs> like <laughs> or the the common excuse of people saying you know uh, i raped that girl because i was drunk i'm like sorry alcohol no, doesn't make yeah, me rapist i'm it. sorry i don't buy it i don't buy it one bit because i've been drunk a lot and i've never raped anybody yeah okay so back to trump here he uh he finally condemned the white supremacists <laughs> but then immediately backpedaled and then defended them the following day which was one of the most amazing eight minutes of like press conference I think I had ever seen in my life. And I've been a, I've been a wonk for a long time. And it's just like when all his advisors were were just standing there like, Oh my God, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? The look on Kelly's face when he said a couple of things, just like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Like, why are you making my job this much harder? God, Donald could be such an asshole. (laughs) And so he tried to call the uh, the mother of the the de- the deceased lady who died, um, but he never actually got a hold of her. And, and now the mom's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to answer the phone call. I'm not going to answer it, even if he does call. And so he did try to call. Okay, the thing well, I saw okay, was he, not he him it. specifically. It was his uh, press secretary that was like calling her. And so she had like two or three missed calls during the funeral, you know, because that's a good time oh, to call the mother of you, you know the deceased can't is during Google the- that shit. <laughs> I know. For fuck's right. sake. Uh, let's see. What other crazy shit has he been up I to? I do calling people for a job. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you can call and be like, hey, what's their schedule look like? Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. 
<laughs> uh, let's see. He uh, said it was his idea to end two advisory councils after yeah. a bunch of CEOs <laughs> resigned, and also the the Arts Council where the, everybody from there resigned and pinned a yeah. letter where every letter of the every like every first letter of each paragraph spelled out the word resist. <laughs> really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Wow. Yeah, you have to check out the it's, it's the. And so he, it was also the CEO council that everybody was starting to resign from. And he's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to cancel it anyway. I'm just going to cancel it. it. It's not, I can't fire me. I quit. And Cal Penn came out and he's like, you can't break up with, you can't say that you broke up with us. We broke up with you first. (laughs) It's like, we have a president that's 12. (laughs) It's so sad. He likes to play with trucks. Yeah, it's all because Charlottesville too, because he refuses to repudiate these people. He's like, oh, there was there was violence on both sides, and everybody bringing up this alt left bullshit. It just keeps making me just lose my goddamn mind every week. It's like, no, you know what's making me lose my mind? You know what's making me lose my mind right now is how many fucking white guys have asked me, well, how do you know the KKK is wrong? Oh man, (laughs) I'm like from everything. All the evidence in everything from science (laughs) and history and ethics and economics, like nothing, nothing they do is beneficial (laughs) or good. And we learned this lesson many times and long ago. Uh, I I don't have any of those assholes. I'm glad I haven't I haven't gotten that far into the depth of online. (laughs) Well, and also you're in you're in wonderful liberal California. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I do get a lot of people tweeting. Oh, the yeah, word, the yeah, best yeah. I've had is the just the white victimhood. <laughs> they're yeah. so fragile. I can't not, believe they're this not shit. defending the KKK, <laughs> but they're saying like, "Look, communist." You alluded to it earlier. Yeah, that uh, allegedly drunken tweet. Communists killed more people than. But it's like, all right, no. One guy was like, "Well, imagine if you had." Because I said, "Imagine if you were, uh, you know, a person of color and you lived in one of these areas, and you're like." Is one of my coworkers a fucking racist? Like, do I if I go to work today, is one of these people like at this rally? Were they at this rally? Are they a sympathizer? You know, imagine not knowing that. And someone's like, Well, imagine if you could take race away from it. They're always trying to take race away from it. Imagine if you you know, if there <laughs> there's a communist and it's like, what so what if there's a fucking communist in your office? What is that gonna do? Yeah. Like are they targeting me specifically somehow? Like it's just it's just, yeah, communism is such a broad topic, whereas like white supremacy, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty that's so much. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> like that's pretty fucking specific. I, I follow a lot of the stuff that Dan Errol puts out out there on Twitter, especially, and he's he's always posting funny comments that people are putting about communism. How it's like, oh, you communists sure hate sure hate a uh, free market. The how you guys hate um uh, you guys hate what is it capitalism? But you guys are the first ones to buy those new iPhones, aren't you? And it's like, yeah. Because we're not stupid. We need technology to talk with each other. <laughs> it's, but then again, if, if if you were a fucking Nazi, you'd be like, well, I don't want to buy one of those phones. It came from the yellow person over in China. That's the that's where I don't see this Except whole for, thing. No, 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 no. Because exploiting mm. labor of people of color is built into their doctrine. Yeah. <laughs> also exploiting the labor of women, particularly women of color. That's oh, gross. Okay, what else yeah. has he done? He uh he was asked by the mayor of Phoenix not to host a rally in the city this upcoming week. <laughs> Holy shit, in Phoenix. And he's that. he's lost, I think, as the, the count stands right now, at least seven 
uh, charities have pulled out of like coming to Mar-a-Lago to use that uh, property to host their parties and stuff. Him like, and Melania aren't going to an award ceremony, a Kennedy something. Yes, the award Kennedy ceremony. Awards this week. Yeah, Kennedy tonight. Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not going because apparently it would cause too much political strife. <laughs> we have the president <laughs> that's not welcome. <laughs> the president was like, "You don't be here, buddy." <laughs> wow. Oh, the oh, they told him. Not yeah, no, they they told him that it was going to cause a lot of political strife, and then they like willingly bowed out. <laughs> you know, willingly. They're like, we're not going to have anybody show up to this event. You know that we need to raise funds if you come, and they're like, don't please don't please don't come <laughs> please don't come though. <laughs> Let's see what else did he do? He uh he's been worrying a lot about beautiful statues and monuments that weren't even installed post Civil War for some fucking reason, thinking that. You know, it's going to destroy people's history if they don't have these statues in their towns. And th- I okay. could do a whole fucking show on that one. I could do a whole okay. show on that. Okay. <laughs> he does not give a fuck about history. He doesn't give a fuck about white supremacy or Nazis or any of that. This guy doesn't think about it. All he knows is that these people like him and they thought want these statues. And he's like, well, then they must be good because they like me. Mm. That's as far as his brain gets <laughs> and i just love well, no I, I think it's a little more than that i think he is has always been a racist of some kind and I, <laughs> well, the, for sure. the, biggest, the biggest thing right now the biggest determiner of his behavior i think is fox news because he just that's his news that's like what Fair he point. sees as the, the truth and the major fox news talking points are all right on what he's saying well what's next washington and jefferson because you know they they weren't yep. they weren't famous for anything else like <laughs> they don't have any other accomplishments we can honor. Jefferson specifically called out slavery and then also kept slaves. Like yeah, which is yeah. There's a difference between being a problematic figure in history, which I totally think we need to not whitewash over how problematic some of these people were. Agreed. Yeah. Being famous for literally only trying to defend slavery. There is a line there, right? An easy one. Yeah. And the funny thing for me is the people defending Robert E. Lee. Oh, he was a great general. He was a great general. Like, yeah, he was the leader of the United States military. I mean, or he could have been at one time. But instead, because his state was seceding, he went to join them because he couldn't possibly think of turning his back on his statesmen. It's like, you just signed the death warrant for a lot more of them, dude. <laughs> like you, you could have been the leader of the the United States military. And so everybody's like, oh, well, what kind of flag should we fly if you guys don't want us to have a Confederate flag? How about the American one? That'd be great. You, you, got, a, you got one? <laughs> we got a flag. <laughs> you got you got a flag, though. So. <laughs> oh man, these people. And it's just they think that history somehow is destroyed. If if no you take racist, down a statue, it's like, oh and I, unfortunately I still see TJ Kirk every once in a great while. And he yeah. had that one video up where he was talking to he he did the whole what about Jefferson? What about uh Washington kind of thing? And it's like they're gonna be destroying history, and it's like Guys, books exist, and they're going to continue to exist for a long fucking time. Street from a monument, like that's not how I learned history. <laughs> not once, actually, have I really learned history from a monument. No, Except it, for like, okay, you know what? No, that's not true. I've like been in a place where they're like, "Hey, uh, a a person died right here, and it was kind of weird." Or like, "Hey, uh, there was a glacier here once," and it's like, "Oh, that's cool." And I'm moving on my life, like, but those are remarkably neutral yeah. but like these ones are like 
the Confederate who wanted to completely own other human beings because they were brown. <laughs> oh, no, it's about uh, states' rights, Felicia. Didn't you know the states' rights? <laughs> state rights to own people. Oh, let's get to the uh, let's get to the final one here so we can cut this one and get on to the next. Uh, let's see. He uh, he gave condolences to Barcelona and he was quick to call that terrorism, even though he didn't have all the facts in before he started talking about it. But uh, but he said something about a it was a false story about a general. And I'm sorry if I don't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Pershing. Yeah. General Pershing. That Apparently, uh, yeah, there's a. It's one of these shitty, like, forwarded emails you'd get from your racist uncle about how, <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be like, well, he killed 50 Muslims with bullets soaked in pig's blood, and that's what kept them away for 35 years. Like, no, Islamic terrorism has been around for quite a long time. You guys, it's not really going away anytime soon. But the thing is, is like, they would say, like, he would kill, he would line up 50 of them, kill 49 of them with bullets and pig's blood, but he'd leave the last one to be like, go tell your friends. It's like, Oh my God! So the, our, he's our a monster. <laughs> I mean, like that's, in any that's, other okay. movie, that's a monster. That's war crimes, right there. You know, <laughs> that's that that's... sounds like a monster. Uh, <laughs> and our president is forwarding this shit onto the rest of the world. Everybody's yeah, I looking. Seem to have known anything about this beforehand, <laughs> but if I were maybe the president, you know, maybe going to tweet it out to the entire fucking world, I might have just, you know, looked at Wikipedia for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, any one of us on this show would be a better president, and none of us are remotely qualified. That was the one thing as problematic as <laughs> I, I found Sam Harris uh, lately. I I will say I, I he at least came out so hard against Trump. And one thing he said that I thought was so funny, totally true, is he would take a random citizen of the country as a president before Trump. And it's, yeah. it's completely That's right. It's completely it, true, I yes. Totally would. Like a random citizen would do better than Trump. Literally yeah. any one of us would be like, somebody smarter than me, please explain it to me. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really, uh, if you had a bit of... Um, yeah, if you, if you if you had a bit of what's the word I'm working for? I, I guess humility and just yeah. went in like, all right, uh, let's let's structure people, you know, let's structure groups who are giving me good intelligence about different items, and I'll just do my best to make a decision on it. Like, yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't be right 100 percent of the time, but you could do your best. But you do your best. But you would like watch goes, Fox News and be like, yeah, that's my policy now. That's <laughs> the same thing is an idiot who thinks he's a genius. He he really thinks he's a genius. He does. He, he thinks. Does. Oh, he. Steve Bannon's not trying to suck his own cock. <laughs> he can now, though. He's got lots of free time. <laughs> we I'm forgot saying, to mention that. Somebody <laughs> in the White House already trying, who's already doing that. I, I don't know how he could possibly. I, I'm overweight as myself, and it's just like getting the legs over my head would just be damn near impossible. Yeah, I could. I'm you know, would never there. be able I'm to. I'm getting reach. there in my straddle <laughs> position. I can get my belly touching the ground before anything. So and finally to to wrap it up here, Steve Bannon has been ousted, and everybody's playing both sides of it on this one. They're like, "Oh, it's a good thing. Oh no, it's a bad thing." And it's like, I'm just glad that he's not in the Oval Office anymore. Whatever the fuck he does with Breitbart, it's still Breitbart, guys. It's it's not a credible news source that you should be looking at. 
but it's still Trump and he still sucks so much. So I don't care that much. Have you seen the the picture that's been going around about how there was all the, the picture of all the people that were in the Oval Office like uh, like early Jan- like January yeah. or like early February before Flynn was kicked out? Two left, Pence and Trump. <laughs> yeah, there's only two left. So somebody's like, oh, good. Only one more Horcrux. Then we can finally kill him. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was saying it was like the Back to the Future picture. Oh, like, yeah, I saw that one. It fades out. <laughs> Instead of the next fun romp of a movie, it's, you know, the destruction of all of our uh, institutions in this country. But it's, you know. Oh, it's, well, now it's sad again. Now oh. I got to share my favorite tweet, which uh, it's not mine, but. Yeah, go for it. My favorite tweet about this, because you've just covered everything. You just covered, well, pretty much everything, like all his major stuff. It's the Trump roundup. That's what we did. That I saw, uh, uh, that I, I just was so brilliant was. This concludes infrastructure week. <laughs> <laughs> I should have wrote that down as a closer. That, that would have been great. perfect. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it's, my God. That's amazing. It's so true. He sets up these dumbass themes and then just does nothing of them. Oh. Like, he, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's just completely oh, counterproductive yes. to the whole week that, that he had yeah. lined up. <laughs> uh, like yeah, Made in I, America I week. So hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had somebody uh, from a local radio station was saying when I was talking to him about this, that he was like, uh, yeah, but what about the infrastructure? I, I, we didn't hear one word about that. Like nobody came down. Nobody said anything about what the plan is, what they brought up that big graphic and they didn't explain a single thing about it. And I was like, hey, you're right. It went straight into racism. And he's like, no, I got to go. I got to go, guys. I can't. No, no. First, let me go on this racist tirade and then let me go. <laughs> Holy shit. There are many fine people marching with the Nazis. And I'm like, no, you march with the Nazis. You're a fucking Nazi. That's it. <laughs> I don't Just care as if bad. you're like, but I like all this sides. statue. All sides. That's all, all sides. Many really sides. Many sides. And oh, God, I could, we could just go oh, on and on. Oh, you guys, the world is terrifying. <laughs> and there are so many horrible people. <laughs> so funny so like we always say when we're wrapping up the trump roundup uh, we survived this week and we live in interesting times so uh mm-hmm. if if you are still alive enjoy your beverage because next week we all die all right well that does it for us outcasts but fret not because we'll be back in 48 hours for our second weekly episode on wednesday so if you haven't already go and subscribe so you don't miss out Before we go, I have to salute the patrons who give to the show generously each month. So let's see. We have a new pledge from Scott John Harrison. Welcome to the group. Uh, There's Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, and our most giving of fans, Rob Otto, Stephen Andrus, and Angelica Pearson. We really do enjoy doing the show each week, and hell, I enjoy producing it. But if it weren't for the support for the patrons... I honestly don't think the show would be where it is today. Uh, however, if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. And with that, it's time to bring episode 119 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
Really? I'm like, usually that means that the, uh, usually the butch is usually in charge of love a lot of things. And that's not the case in my relationship. She's like, that's okay. We'll just keep faking it for everybody out there. And I'm like, it's fine. If you want to consider me a lesbian, I like pussy just as much as any other lesbian out there. So fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. I'll go with it. <laughs> that's where I'm at in my 10 years of marriage. I'm a lesbian now, guys. <laughs> Well, I'm single, so there's that. So there's that. And that doesn't mean uh, listeners of the show don't come nobody. throwing dicks at her. She doesn't need no, it. <laughs> nobody, nobody messaged me for a date. I swear to fucking God, you messaged me for a date, you're blocked. That's not a joke. That's not all cool. All right? Not don't cool do at it. all. 